the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Hey, hey, hour number three, Big and Wild Outdoors, Braden Gunn, Bill George, Jonathan Swindle, Diego, we're all here in the studio today, live and in person. We appreciate you listening this morning, getting up kind of early. If you're getting up right now, you missed two hours of the show, you know, you can always go check it out at bigandwild.com. Well, you can go uh, listen to the podcast, or you can listen live there if you're out of the States, it's a little bit easier, uh, spread the word. Uh, I know we have a lot of new listeners over uh, in the Wisconsin area. And uh, parts of Michigan and other areas, uh, thanks to uh, any newt who's spreading the word up there in the Wisconsin hey, area. I have family headed to PA this weekend. To do what? Archery hunt. Archery? And you know what I'm going to try and see if they'll bring you back? Uh, canned venison. I'm going to see if I can get a can- thing of canned venison back well, that'll here. Be, that'll be a good I'm going to try and beat any newt. Uh, well, I think she just told you, you know, just to, oh, just to appease some. me. I'll get you some. Don't worry. Well, you heard what she said. It's Rusty's deer, so she's yeah. got to check with him first before, uh, you know, cousin and Rusty, Rusty gives Rusty it up. Rusty isn't so. going to give you any of his deer. I don't know. He, uh, we were talking. Uh, Rusty ain't coming off the cans. We were talking a little bit uh, via text messages, and uh, he said he did put in for his spring bear tag, and that if he gets one, then he will surely send me some canned up. So. If he's willing to give up some yeah, bear, he'll I'm, give you his bear. He's not giving you <laughs> his venison. I, bear, I would, I you would, can have the stinky bear. <laughs> I would think that uh, you know it would be just you as generous. Say, you should have seen the look uh, in Pennsylvania. I'll trade you some alligator meat for some bear meat. Sure, that's a, that's an easy trade. Done. <laughs> that's. I mean, they look at it like it's uh, like bologna or something. Yeah, I'll get rid of that. No problem. Yeah, I'll get it well, out of there's here. There's nothing wrong with bologna. Oh uh, my gosh! You know what? I never. You know what? They never seem to can anything that's poultry-wise. I've never heard anything of like you know canned uh, pheasant or dove or chucker or uh, you know grouse or any of that other stuff. You get canned chicken. I, I, that's what I'm saying. You can, yeah, but it's processed. It's you know yeah. torn apart and all that stuff. I don't know. If it's well, cooked you before they figure. put it in a can. It's like, but it's, you got kind of figure on that too. It's like what you talk about with going dove hunting. When you shoot dove, that's kind of like a catching fish. I mean, let's face it. Yeah, it's you better, eat them as soon as you get them. It's yeah. better as you want to. You want to go and eat that right then versus putting it up or something like that. Yeah, I don't know where. First time I took the kids out dove hunting, and we came back with a mess of doves. And we were uh, cleaning them out in the uh, sink out in the garage. We were plucking them, everything, keeping the water running so that we could, you know, clean them right then yeah. and there. And my son looks at me and goes, so what are we going to do with these, Dad? I go, we're going to go cook them. He goes, it's like 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> I said, yeah, we'll be eating it around 930, so what's the problem? We're all good. And he's like, okay, no problem. We ate them that night. It's, now- like, it's like blue crabs. You don't catch them and go, oh, I'll eat them tomorrow. It, I mean, it, you catch them and you cook them and you eat them right then and there. I don't with, care how late it is. With the way he is now and how much he's wanting to eat, I'm surprised you wouldn't have to take a little stove to the field. Yeah, really. 
Hey, Dad, I'm hungry. Yeah. And I'm hungry, to, Dad. I'm going to have to stop at BK on the way I, home. I, I, I'm hungry. Speaking of dove hunts, by the way, uh, today is the 23rd, right? It's the 23rd? Today's the 23rd? Yeah. No, today's 24th. Oh, yesterday 24th. was the last day, uh, first phase of dove season, so it's officially now, over until- now, did uh, I see that you actually got out? November. Yeah, I went out last Saturday. Went out after the show, found a spot, asked for permission. They said, okay, just don't shoot at the horses. So uh, it was all good. Uh, Barrett took a poke at one fast burner across the field, and that was about all she rode for the day. All those local birds, they are just like, I looked, checked the FWC, pay attention. I checked the exact sunset so that we would not be caught on the field after sunset. Well, you could be on the field, just don't shoot. Just walking back, yeah. So uh, it was like at around 647, something like that. And, of course, as we're sitting there and we're wrapping up and picking stuff up and walking out of there around 7 o'clock, now they come flying over the field. Oh, yeah. They're all like. Educated. <laughs> That's what I said. Those local birds, they're not stupid. That's like hunting the mangroves. We have to wait. Oh, yeah. You get you get a few moments of intense shooting right at legal ended. And then it's done. And uh, But these guys waited till after sunset, official. And I decided to head for the oak trees. And I was like, you suckers, man. No, but animals aren't smart. I said, well, we got to wait for the uh, we got to wait for the Yankees to start flying down here. And once the, uh, the migratory ones start moving down here, they're stupid and they just move all the time. Yeah, some so of the people good. I know, they don't, that first season, dumb phase them. Yeah, they, they don't even go. They don't a go. lot of guys don't even go. But the, the next one, November 11th through December 4th, that's the second phase, afternoons only. And then uh, the one everybody usually waits for is December 12th through January 15th. That's third phase, morning and evening. So that's when the the uh, any aircraft old, weapons the old celery fields come alive, <laughs> starting in the morning. And then in the evening, same thing. During the middle of the day, go eat lunch, hang out under a tree, take a nap, do whatever, get yeah. ready for uh, three or four o'clock, and then get back on your stew. You hear you, what was the old saying used to be? You hear a shot in the middle of the day at that time. It was usually an accident. Yeah, so, somebody was <laughs> shooting at something that uh, they're probably not going to eat. Uh, well, but uh, so it'll be uh, coming up again, eleventh of November through December. Maybe I have to see if Carlos will let me use his gun. Oh Lord! <laughs> and go out and miss all the points. Yeah, you got you got to scab up in that room again. Amos, I did not do terrible. Ammo's getting expensive to get out there and waste it. You know, I, there was a couple of them that flew by that were really far, and I saw the gun raise up, and I was like, "Don't even try, don't Just stop, don't even." And it's like Your wishful thinking. You don't think I can hit that from here? I go, "Not with that twenty gauge. Ain't no way, man. You ain't gonna make it, bro." Sorry. <laughs> there was a couple of them that came don't teasing a, through. Don't have a club in your bag for that shot yet. No. And then, oh, the the best one. This is the one that always happens. We're in one corner of the area where they're cutting across this little this little gap in the field between oak trees. They're cutting along and then, you know, leaning over in the tree as we're walking out. And I said, it's always the way, B. It's always the way that, you know, when sunset comes in, you know, the burners come in. And as soon as I said that, about 30 of them, on the other side, on the other side of the L shape, go off the ground, take it off. And I was like, son of a. They've been over there, beep, 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 landing over there all day. Of course, they couldn't see them because we're in the cut sure. around where there's trees over there. We didn't see them all land in there. So what you need to do is spread out a little bit. Well, it's kind of hard to cover that much maybe, area with just two I people. Maybe I could go sit with B. 
No. No. <laughs> what do you oh, mean, no? Why? Then you'll be over there rabbity flapping, talking, blah, 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 and you'll be missing everything. <laughs> no. I wouldn't be shooting. <laughs> Braden wants some dove. <laughs> I wouldn't be shooting. Yeah. So anyway. He's guiding. November 11th. through Very much the guide. Right hey. there. Shoot it. Hey, that one right there. Shoot that one. He Don't did, shoot that one. When he took him hog hunting, he got a hog. So he that's pretty you a easy. Dove. A hog is a hog, you know. I well, mean, but yeah. you got pork. Oh, yeah. But I mean, take him with him. You could get twelve dove out of the deal. <laughs> it was hard enough for me to leave him on his own on the corner, uh, you know, because I was like, not a dove. I mean, I had to like, you know, shout out, you know, he's it's go- not a dove. No, not, not that one. He's gonna learn. I know that, but I don't need him blasting some like you know endangered mini <laughs> peregrine falcon well, I can that's tell hovering you, over the field uh, or anything like that. I can tell you from experience, the rare yellow-bellied loon Whatever. is not going to increase its home range into Florida. Yeah, but a, a <laughs> mockingbird is oh a protected species. A mockingbird state bird for a duck. Mockingbird, blue jay, they're flying around all over the place. <laughs> Well, you know, if you don't know, you don't know. And boom, is this good? No. Is this good? N- no, that's a kill deep. No, how about that one? No, that's a pigeon. They're all, they all get cleaned. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it doesn't happen. Don't shoot that one. Being wild is not responsible for any hey. law enforcement. <laughs> how about that one? That, nope, not that one either. You know, crows, if it's legal, bust them out of the sky. Yeah. Bust them out, do what you got to do, man. But uh, those other ones. And you know no. that, uh, who was it was told me that? Crows are good to eat. Duck McGuckin says he has the greatest recipe ever for crow. I've never eaten it, but I'm willing to try it. I'm not afraid, you know, as long as it doesn't live near a landfill, you know, or anything like that, then I'm all good. I have some big, humongous crows. They are like like the big raven sized crows, not yeah. the ones the yeah, the ones big. that have the real call, you yes. know, that really like I hate yeah. Yeah. the ones that when they find you in a tree somewhere, sometimes <clears throat> they like tell yeah. everybody that uh, he's right there, right there. And then fifteen other yeah, friends may, have to come may, in. And yell may it. or may not. I've known a few that might have caught a blunt broadhead every once in a while. Well, that, but that's, that seems to work. You know what? I got to ask you this. I meant to ask you this uh, last hour. Speaking of archery, I uh, went on to the uh, traditional bow hunters uh, group, and I was sitting there reading through there. And, dude, what is the vitriol that archers have against people who use crossbows? I, Why is it so oh, hard on them? Why do they just it, because they want to further divide the industry? I just don't, I don't know. These are archers. These are guys who go out and they shoot bows. Some traditional. Some of them have got okay. training wheels on them, but the other ones, you know, they're okay. like, but they're like Mid- ganging up on medieval that. times. Medieval times, there were crossbows. Crossbow. Well, that is true. It crossbows is a was one of the most effective tactical weapon equipment ever. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't be used on Christians, by the way. Yeah, uh, but I'm saying that I don't understand why you have the vitriol that you do. You know, we bust on each other. Bill Jordan shoots with a 300 win mag. I shoot a 270. You're a 308 guy, all that kind of it, stuff. It, but we don't like, it's I hunt, mean, like hammer it, me you. And him, me and him, hunting hunt feeders, just the feeder comment he made earlier. I mean, that's, <laughs> we understand each other, but we both know each other. That's, we but respect I, but each it's, other's it's, way it, of doing it. It just I seems, can, I mean, it just seems that when it comes to people who hunt with a crossbow, archers just beat them mercilessly. 
I mean, it's like you're not, yeah. you know, you're not out there. You're not really archery hunting. You're, and they're calling for the a lot of states are they're screaming so loud they don't want them allowed during archery season. Yeah, they don't think it's fair. Yeah, when isn't the range about the same? Everything's the same. You get one shot. They have to be inside a certain range. You, get, I mean, everything is the same other than, and you, this is the big difference. You don't have to have the physical stamina with a crossbow to hold it and wait for that animal to present the shot. But there are people with disabilities who oh, really go youth, and need elderly that. disabilities, kids, you know, all that Woo. stuff. I mean, uh, I don't know too many kids that can pull back the old Browning pincher finger, sixty-five pound. You know, and you're holding back 99% of it. It just doesn't work. We'll talk about it more after the break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Go see them today. They got some great deals on some trucks still going on and cars and used stuff, too, if you're looking for it. It's all right there for you at Brandon Ford. Go see them today. We'll be back. the swindle we in the house today for the break we were talking a little bit about the uh the uh, we're not in the house we're in the studio we're in this house i'm just gonna say it the all and out out and out hatred that uh, some archers have uh bow hunters have for uh guys who use crossbows and uh i was telling jonathan no. during the break while you're out there perusing around the hallway and talking diego is that it just seems like i mean Dude, if they were talking this in a parking lot, there'd have been a fight. I mean, they were name calling, mm-hmm. and I mean, it, it 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 degraded into this, that, and the other thing. And and of course, then you get the people who go, "Look, dude, I shoot a hand carved longbow, you know, with cedar shaft arrows, and I made my own broadheads and my own fletchings. If I could be angry at anybody, it would be all you people, you know. And now all of a sudden, it's like all you people, and now they've all turned into these different segments yeah. of the. Exactly. world, and it's like, if you want to go back to what it was, no. then let's go back to what it was. I mean, If but, you want to dance with what, I mean. Hey, this, they didn't used to have a string. They used to have it a pointy object on a long stick, and they used yeah, to have spear. to go in there and get At it. At yeah, go go for it, dude. And then somebody check does that, the, by all means, Under Armour can't deal with them. <laughs> that's true. All of a sudden, that's Thank too, you. All of a sudden, Thank that's, you. that's too primitive for anybody. To, but no, you, you cut me off on that one because that was exactly the direction well, I was you're fixing you're too slow to get there. I know. Well, now, I just. <laughs> hey, I'm not built for speed. Sorry. I know that we kind of bust on each other, and, uh, you know, people have their own opinions when it comes to, like, even rifle cartridges. You know, people are like, well, what do you think about 6.5 Creedmoor when it comes to deer hunting? You got some people who beat the crud out of it, and you got some people yeah, like, hey, I man, I kill them all day with the with 243 it. or, or what? Listen. I'm not a big fan of a 243 for people unless they are a, a seasoned or well, uh, a good shooter. I mean, I will give you but, that. But a 95 grain is, bullet is, is. Bottom line is, you do what you want to do. If, if you it's think within you can do the it. lines of the law, do what you want to do. I have my bar, you have his, your bar, you do what. But I was going to say, while you were out of the room, I said, you know, Bill George, you know, 300 Win Mag is his, uh, his bread and butter. 
It's not you my. Know why? It's not. It's not my cup of tea. And I said, well, as Bill George says, there's only one level of dead. It doesn't matter if it's a 22 long rifle dead or a 300 Win Mag dead. It's it's still dead. And if you prefer to well, do with a 300 Win Mag, but bada boom. But do my what you thing gotta is, do. I bought the 300 Win Mag when I did because I looked at okay, I can afford one gun right now. What can do everything? What can do anything it is Man, I can possibly could have an opportunity to do. Yeah. And that gun, I could load it down with a light bullet. I could load it light. I could load it hot. I can load it heavy. It will do anything I want it you to do. You can kill just with, well, 300 Win Mag, you can kill literally any animal walking in North America. In North America. Uh, pretty much. And a lot of them in yeah. Africa. Okay, too. but I'm just saying. You go over to some of that Africa stuff, and somebody's going to say, "Well, you really need a heavier this or that," and and that's all solid bronze four sixteen yeah, six hundred yeah, okay. nitro. And I, and <laughs> I'm not shooting but elephants, that's not bro. where I desire to go. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't either. New Zealand, nah, I might want to go over there one. But day. then so. you also have to take into consideration your distances because in New Zealand, you can be just like Colorado. You can be shooting from mountaintop to mountaintop at whatever so, it is you're looking for. So I looked at that as one one rifle I could have that could do everything, mm-hmm. and that's you know if it, if you're looking for something that is walk off the plane, let me buy ammunition. It'd be a thirty out six. A three hundred Win Mag was just a little step up from the thirty out six, but a thirty out six you can have all that range. And and, and I don't think you, I don't think else. you could get any more standard. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's why you get that. Now, when we come when it comes to crossbow, you're using basically the same kind of broadhead. It's still a stick with a razor blade on the end and some fletchings. It's a little bit shorter. Yes, they may be a little bit faster in some instances, but for the most part, if you remember correctly, the vast majority of people who use crossbows were people who a used to be legal, you know, you had to have a disability, and then also a youth who can't, like you said, pull back. And, well, even the youth, they were it. before, it was more just that you had to have the disability stuff, and frankly, I think that's a bad, it's a bad, a bad nomer in my opinion, because the, to me, it, it's just like what we were talking about yesterday, I was telling you, I was talking to a guy, a friend of mine at the fair when we were out there, his kids were showing steers and David, you know, we were talking this, just same conversation. And my biggest thing is, is now everybody is busy, so busy that you, you get the guys that think that you have to go out and the Cameron Haynes, uh, I'm out there practicing five hours a day. Da, 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 da. You know what? That's great. That's all well and good, but my way of looking at it is I want to put myself, my family, my friends, my clients, and everybody else in the best possible situation that they can have to succeed so that when they get the opportunity to go to the woods, they have the opportunity to harvest game. If that's with a crossbow, shut up. Let them do it. Yeah. I okay, mean, and I'm sorry that you're out there hammering it and doing all this other crap and everything else. Guess what, folks? I mean, hey. it. you said it, Bill said it the best earlier. Life's not fair. I'm sorry that somebody goes out there and, and a lot of times, and I'm going to get some people butt hurt with this statement, and I really don't care anymore. But you know what? If somebody goes out there and kills a bigger deer than you do or something like that, Put your big boy or big girl pants on, shake their hand, 
and be happy for them. Hey, listen. And there's people who do bodybuilding, want to build up muscle. Do I blame them if they want to drink a little protein mix? Or That's their deal. They got all these little tubs of this and tubs of that. <laughs> That's their deal. Did you really? And then you get the mother really humper that walks in there the that can eat a steak it? and potato, and he looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He yeah, doesn't no. have to do anything. Well, I just, I, I just, I couldn't understand it because I don't see that in the you know quote gun world. Except for light it ribbing, is in the gun war. But it's it's more of a it's more of a kidding ribbing time of thing. Like, uh, you know, oh, you're, it's let's, let's, yeah. let's see, uh, you know, let's see, uh, you know, you can't drop a an elk at five hundred yards with that two forty three no, no, no. or it, whatever. It, and it's like, it's it, like the guy driving an electric car want to rag on you for using fossil fuels, but yet the fossil fuels what made the electricity so that, that ran his car, the electric car, yeah. and then what it's made out of <laughs> petroleum products. But I, I just I, it caught me by surprise how quickly it escalated. Oh, the vitriol's into, there. Yeah. Into uh, I mean, literally, it would have been a fight in a parking lot. Somewhere. We I've had like I had this happen to me at Tampa, and I'm not going to get too into details, but let's just say that I had a guy that did the same thing, and I looked at him and I told him point blank to his face, "I want you to make sure that you give PETA." And all these other organizations, your address, because they can send you thank you cards because it's people, your attitude, his attitude was is exactly what you're saying, was I don't think kids should be able to do this. I don't think this person should be able to do this. I don't think, and to me, it's like you're cutting your nose off to spite your face because you're not letting They're people. They're worried about themselves. Yeah, you're not letting people get in. It's just like what you you guys say all the time. You're You're cutting off opportunities for people to get into the woods and that's it's at the end of the day it does not make a significant difference in the amount of game harvested yeah not really i mean distances you said bill george and and jonathan too is distances are the same uh i mean for most people if you got a kid up in the uh in the blind and you're going to shoot you're not going to tell your kid with his crossbow to take a 70 yard shot or a sixty-yard shot, or even maybe even a fifty-yard shot. But the with thing it. is, and, uh, Jonathan with his bow may be able to shoot seventy yards if he knew the animal was standing at seventy yards. Okay, somebody with a crossbow, if they know the animal's standing at seventy yards, they could potentially shoot it if they've but, practiced at that range and yes. if they know their equipment and know it. Well, same, it's thing same thing with a two forty-three. Yeah, with a two forty-three. If you know how to shoot it and you know where to put that 95-grain little uh, BB somewhere that's going to drop them in a heartbeat, then do it. Do what you got to do. I, I, I see guys, big dudes, that come in and they're like, uh, yeah, I need to get some 243 or something like that. And I go, is it you know, I, wrong is on it me? Is it for a kid? Is it for a kid? And they're like, no, man, I, I had shoulder surgery a couple of years ago. I used to shoot a 30-06. I just can't handle the recoil anymore and blah, 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 blah. And so they went with a lighter recoil. He's still a shooter. He's he practiced with it. He knows what he's doing. Okay, I got you. He can stack him up like cordwood. Exactly. Uh, you know, and and it is what it is. People, hey, people made fun of me, but that I hate to say this, that AR that y'all seen take several hogs with my kids shooting hogs with it and everything else. I can tell you right now, there's a lot of doe meat passed through a freezer that was taken with that rifle. Um, by yours truly. And that's I not true. Black <laughs> rifles are not for hunting. Oh, yeah, hey, whatever. <laughs> Next shots are great. That's all I can say. <laughs> it's my favorite spot. How'd you get that many tags? 
Yeah, Jonathan. I, I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy. I know two guys. They give me all their tag. Going to take a break. We come back. We'll talk a little ammo shortage when we come back from break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be back. My neighbors hated me when I bought this album. Living on a canal. Gala- having flashbacks. Jealousy windows. I'm waiting Mom- on Gino to call. <laughs> Mom and dad aren't home. <laughs> everybody got to hear this Van Halen album. Uh, welcome back, everybody. This is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Jonathan, Did Bill. Make them want to jump. In Diego. Lord help. In the studio today. Uh, we're hanging out. Uh, uh, before I alluded to the uh, fact that uh, I... I I will say at the shop, the ammo supply has been uh, pretty steady. You know, we've got a big old uh, large shipment of 9mm in, so we're all, we're all set for that. 380 still a shortage, and others there are. I didn't realize how bad it was across the country, because when you live in your own little world, you know, you, you, you don't really get to see what's going on around you. I had a guy call yesterday, and he said, do you got any 300 Win Mag? I said, yes, sir, we've got uh, plenty of it. About three different versions of it for you, and he's like, seven millimeter mag, yep, two forty three, yep, thirty thirty, one box. Um, uh, what about five five six? Got that. And uh, so he's going down this list. I'm thinking, man, this guy's stocking up, you know. And uh, he comes in a little bit later on, and I see him. He's got the three boxes of three hundred win mag, and he says, "You got any two forty three? I said, "You're the guy that called me earlier, right?" And he goes, "Yeah. How'd you know that?" I said, "Well, you got the." 300 win mag in your hand you're looking for 243 i'm assuming that you want the 30 37 millimeter and he goes yeah 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 i need all that and so he literally was picking up all this ammo and putting it up there and i said dude you're stocking up he goes not me he goes i'm a truck driver i come down here every two weeks from kentucky and all my friends they can't find ammunition where they live so they asked me if i was down here and found a place that had it could i pick them all up about three boxes a piece he said, "There's." He said, "Dude, where I'm out there in Kentucky and Bowling Green, we have nothing. There's like no ammo anywhere. It's been bought." He said, "So when I come down here, I try to pick it up, and take it back home. They don't take away your guns; they take away the ammo." I'm telling you, man. I was like, "Really? 300 wind mag? There's <laughs> a shortage at, on 300 uh, wind mag and seven mil." What did you say to me? Was it a month ago? Look at toilet paper and hand sanitizer and, for God's sakes, alcohol and peroxide. You don't think that it would be hard for there to be a shortage on ammunition? Well, I mean, I mean certain ammunitions yeah. I could assume that there would be a shortage on. 5.56, five, 223, 9mm, 380, 45 ACP, you know, defensive type, you know, quote, defensive type ammunition. But now it's it's hunting ammunition in certain, obviously in Kentucky, well, in certain, certain areas they can't find it. Certain factories are only geared up to make runs of certain things on That's the true. machine at a given time. Well, and they're also the same machine used. They just change the dies out, and they have to make a production run of one thing, then change everything, and then go to the other. And but, and uh, but 
that's what creates a, a shortage is once everything's out of the warehouses and into the distributors okay. and then gone. It's so now this guy is buying ammunition for somebody else. Just the other day, what the guy that gave the terrorist that did the San Bernardino shooting, he gave them the guns. He got 20 years. He got 20 years behind bars for giving him that. For the, did for, he sell it to him or give it to him? Do you he's, know? He's the one that provided them with the firearm. Right. And he got 20 years? He got 20 years for doing that. Well, that was out in California. For his so. part of part of that. Well, and, but let's face it too. And what did you got, what were you saying? Obviously with y'all at the store. So but then does that put this guy in jeopardy if they go out there and do something crazy? I don't know. I haven't heard anybody going on a shooting spree with a seven I mean, millimeter we, mag. We all try and help friends out. Friends help friends. Hey, I, I'm I'm over here. I see this. You're looking I at the negative it. side of it. I'm looking at the side where no, this I'm looking guy, at the legal side. I'm looking at the side where the guy came and bought ammo. And uh, dude, there's no there's no law against selling ammo across state lines. Well, otherwise, you couldn't buy it off the friggin' well, internet. But what I'm looking at too is which like, is what Joe Biden wants to get rid of. Like by the what way. I what I was saying is it was like what you told me with the store when all this stuff started happening. People are going into the stores now. I mean, used to yeah, your nine millimeters, your forty fives, your three eighties, and all that stuff like that are the guns that they were buying because that was the popular, well known firearm. Now it's just like you and everybody else that I know that works in the gun industry would tell me you had people going into gun stores just to buy a gun. They didn't care what caliber. They didn't care what it was. They didn't care what whatever. They just were going to buy a gun, Yeah. period. Yeah, I want something is what they would tell you. Yeah. I, I, I want something, uh, you know, that I can use. And I'm like... Please just make sure you get some training. Uh, you know when you do this, uh, don't just go get your concealer. I mean, go go to a class. Call somebody like Javon or Steve Austin or somebody, and actually, you know, take some training, do some stuff, and and do it the right way. But I just thought it was very interesting. I I told him I said, "Is it really that bad up there?" And he's like, "Dude, there's there's like no mm -hmm. ammo anywhere." I said, you can't order it anywhere and stuff like that? He said, everybody's out. You can order anything you want. Everybody, that's everybody's just, out. You laugh. I I go. I usually have well over a box of ammo with me whenever I'm traveling. Because what happens if you turn around and jar your scope real bad and on all of a sudden you're trying to figure out and get it recited back in? It, that that takes more than the couple rounds the, of ammo. You're 300, that you you're, you're 300 to use. like you said, about what? going off the plane and buying ammunition. Three uh, hundred is pretty popular, yeah. You know where I'm at, but what are you talking about? You can you can sight in a gun with two shots, bro. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, you can. Oh, two shots. Two no. shots, and it'll be done. No, because the first time I tried shooting, shoot, I see it. I see a video my for three hundred win mag. Page. You'd think you could do two shots, but turned out that scope rings didn't want to stay tight well see now that's different now that's, uh, you now you don't realize why your gun's walking and you spend a few few moments trying to figure that out and i had to actually take the scope back off remount it and get it get it truly locked in tight because that 300 will rock it for a gun for a rifle for a scope that is I put on properly and mounted on there properly you can sight in a gun with two shots. 
if you have problems because there was a ring issue or anything like that, even on, after the third or fourth shot, then you may realize that it's actually uh, a problem. But if it's not, if it's actually put on there correctly, you can do it in two shots. I understand what you mean. I had my, my casul. It was walking all over the place. And I was like, what in the world's going on? And, of course, it was the recoil because every time I'd fire it, it would slide the scope about an eighth of an inch in the rings back and forth, even though they were cranked down, I mean, to where you were Tight. stripping them, and uh, it would still because of the recoil of it. So, yeah, I understand that portion of it. Uh, but if it's put on there right, two shots. Bang, bang, you're done. So that you got any 460 ammo over there? 460... The, the, Rigby, the, the 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 no the bigger the four fifty four Casul, you know a little bit. I think more. there might be one box left, bro. Oh. Seriously, I think there might be. Why? What are you gonna do with that? Shoot it. You have a four sixty. Yeah, I have access to one right now. You have access to. It's in my closet. Oh, <laughs> what do you have? A Taurus? Did you no, buy a Smith Taurus? A Smith. 460, so you can shoot 44, 454, 460. You can shoot just that. about anything out of that. Yeah, that's true. And that's a good gun. And yet, why is it that the 460 and the and the 500 don't have as much recoil as a 454? Why is that, Bill George? I could put a 454 in it. I know you can. And it has more recoil than your 460. Oh, I don't think ah, so. Ah, yeah, on paper it does. I it actually has so. more recoil. Yes? Okay. And a two-two-three actually produces more uh, pressure in the chamber than a five-five-six. What? Yeah, it does. Deeper wall on the sh shoulder. No, because there's a short gap in there, and when that gap goes and the bullet passes between there and there, a microscopic gap, the the, uh, the numbers go extremely high. I just high. wish it's everybody like could see spilling. the dueling banjos. It's that like I get water spilling around a, a rock. It, it it produces a higher pressure just for a microsecond. Well, I'll let you come shoot the four-sixty. I've shot four sixty. You bring before. the ammo. I'll, I'll, I'm not paying it. for that ammo. I'm not spending fifty something dollars. <laughs> fifty something dollars for twenty rounds. Uh, Forget it. I think I'm. I might try and hunt with it this year. That's a good on you, man. I would love to see you become a pistolero out in the well, world. I, my no, I use, this year. I use a pistol and have harvested with my seven millimeter eight single shot. But I was thinking about. I've carried the revolver, the forty-four before, but I was thinking about that four sixty and harvesting something with it. I like my forty-four carbine, one hundred sixty-five grain bullet. Man, works wonders on That's what deer I'm and hogs. I'm it's like year. kaboom, kaboom. That little carbine and, uh, but that four fifty-four Casul. I will tell you this: you guys may love it. I don't. That Federal Fusion round that I shot out of there and flipped that hog, I mean, seriously, it, it, it spun him 180 in the air, not sideways, but up, oh, over, yeah, and around. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Uh, caught him right between the eyes. Sucker still tried to get up. Still tried to get up. Tried to put it, I had to fire that dang gun one more time, man, behind the ear and kill that sucker on the ground. Talk about last act of defiance. <laughs> three, hand load. Three, Is that all you got? <laughs> hand load, 300 green Hornady. Ain't nothing walking past that. <laughs> Is that all you got? <laughs> Ain't nothing walking past that. That's all I'm saying. I'll not only flip him, I'll make him look like an acrobat in La Caja whatever. Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> paint all over his what face and flipping all over the air. There he is. Oh, boy. All right, we're going to take a break. Big Amon Outdoors. Braden, Bill, and that guy, he's back. Jonathan, we're in the studio.
Hang on, we'll be right back. Best songs ever to listen to with headphones. You ever notice that the guitar goes from one side to the other side? Oh, yes. It goes right, left, right, left, right, left. You can't tell because you don't have yours on, Diego. You're in there in the studio. But, uh, welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Jonathan, and Bill George. Diego, we're all in the house today hanging out, doing nothing but uh, eating and talking uh, to you. What are you pointing at? What are you asking me? What are you doing? I'm going to have him bring Gino in. Well, I thought you had to ask me a question that uh, George sent you via well, text. You know, yeah, he's too George, afraid to call George, the show. George was asking as far as bank skits go, which produces more pressure of the 44 or the 223. <clears throat> well, as I tried to explain to you before I had to go run off and get some water, was uh, the powder in the 44 mag is a uh, faster burner type deal because you have a shorter amount of time, usually on a short barrel. So, uh, you know... You have a quicker powder, so it probably will produce more instantaneously than uh, a two-two-three, which is uh, was designed to shoot out of a one and nine twist. Military versions one and five, so it's it's a little different. So you have a slower burn powder, so you have a longer explosion that gives the bullet a little more velocity, so that it gets out there through the Spin. twist, gives it a little more speed and all that kind of stuff. So for the big boom. And uh, pressure at the end of a bang stick, I'd have to go with the 44 mag on that one. Plus, you're punching a bigger hole through there as well. So you're probably injecting a lot more uh, crud in there while you do it. Instantaneously. For the cup, for the cup pressure, I would say at the blast area, boom, you're probably going to get more more quickly and uh, faster out of the 44 than you would a 223. More horsepower. Most people buy bank sticks because they already have the ammo to put well, in the bank sticks. Well, that's what we suggest. So. Buy it yeah. if you have the ammo, which the other night we almost ran out. So. <laughs> what were you shoot? What did you have there? Forty-four. Yeah, that's a great. I mean, that, that's no, a good it, all around. It, I mean, it's a good all around round. But uh, it turned out when I went to, I banged him. He wasn't moving. He wasn't doing anything. But it turned around. When I went to put another round in him just for good measure because he was all tangled up and reaching in and working them in a tight area, I wanted to make sure. Turned out that the primer dislodged out of the first shell and stuck on the firing pin. Oh, that's not good. And, and so. How old are these dang rounds that you got? 1960 odd giggity? What the no, heck? No, no, they're. they're these they are were some Bill George loads. special from the 80s. They were oh. hand loads because I saw them. They were in midway brass. But, yeah, uh, not, not good. <laughs> Gino, what are you doing this morning, my man? Actually, buddy, I'm preparing a brisket to put on the fire. You're going to put a brisket over fire? Are you insane? I'm on a smoker. I'm oh, okay. Smoker. Yeah, I'm going to cook it at 550. <laughs> Like eating a shoe. <laughs> 550 over. And putting up red pepper on it. I, right? I suggest that you get a meat slicer and slice it real thin. <laughs> now. Yeah. Slice it now. I need, a, I need a rabbi to cut this one. That's, uh, so. What's now, going on? I, I got Rodney's famous uh, cooking uh, directions. 
first step, put six ounces of Jack Daniels in the shell. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Put, put a shot on the brisket and six in the cook. Yeah, that's how it works. Anyways, guys, I was I was going to tell y'all last time I was at a gun store in Kentucky. It was like getting your meat at Winn Dixie at the deli counter at about ten thirty on Saturday. Go get your number and go sit in one of them comfortable chairs over there, sir, and we will get to you. Really? Oh yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Is it because but, I mean, I, is it because there were so many people buying ammunition, or it, because? But it, it's just par for the course. Them people up there think Grady Grady Judd's a pacifist, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> they they yes. they, you know, if you wanted, to, you talk about getting blown out the back door. Go try that somewhere in some county in Kentucky. The neighbors will come over and help you shoot the guy at the back door. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's it, you know it's legal to carry in Kentucky, concealed carry. It's a state law. It's legal now. It is 100% legal to concealed carry in the state of Kentucky. So, and you, people, and you don't and you don't need a concealed weapons uh, license at all for it that. Is, it is it is the state constitution, and this is a fairly recent law, but it is state constitution that you can concealed carry in the state of Kentucky. Does that only pertain to residents or is that anybody? No, sir, that you'd have to be a Kentucky resident. But my girlfriend had a concealed carry up there. She lives in Kentucky, but now it has been decreed to be a uh, thing. Funny thing is Kentucky driver's license isn't technically legal in the airport, but try to show them that for an ID in the airport and watch the people lose their minds. Well, now I got to yeah. ask. I guess uh, reciprocal, reciprocal wise, they would still honor a uh, a uh, Florida concealed weapons license, right? I I couldn't tell you, Braden. You I know, would, this is a fairly new law, and they're probably still sorting it out. But those people up there, they like their guns. Huh? Well, I have to I have to dive into that. And see if that. I don't think any way if they're if it's constitutional carry up there. Then uh, somebody who's out of state should be able to uh, be able to carry as well if they have a permit or a license. That's a good question because I actually got an argument with something somebody about that, and they said no, no, check the law, and it's it's a fairly recent law. It might have just gone on the books this year or like last fall, but you concealed carry is the law of the land. Very nice. Most of my guns are too big to conceal. Well, that 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 has a has it makes a problem in its own right. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I I just thought it was uh, amazing that uh, that a state like Kentucky with as much deer hunting that goes on in there and how many people are out there hunting all kinds of critters all the time that they would be. I mean, the most common being thirty thirty. They can't find anything up there and. Uh, I thought it was kind of weird that seven millimeter mag and three hundred wind mag were kind of used up in Kentucky. I wouldn't, but now they got elk up there, so uh, you know, three hundred wind mag kind of covers all the bases, like Bill George yeah, says. Yeah, but that's like pulling teeth to get. I did have a friend, uh, at least I had a female friend, got an elk up there, but uh, the lottery to get in for the elk is pretty pretty tough. Well, it's it's still fairly new, so they're they're not going to let everybody get out there and shoot fifteen or sixteen of them. That's for sure. Well, I had a buddy that went out to eastern Kentucky, Pike County, and uh, he told me he had a pretty good chance of seeing some. We went up on a plateau. We didn't, he goes, but more often than not, it was actually an abandoned airfield out there. But he says up on, he goes, more often than not, you'll see you'll see a herd of elk up here. Not uncommon at all. Well, they're going to go hang out where there's no people, that's for sure. <laughs> they're 
They're going to go, hey, those guys over there, we're going to go over here to this abandoned airfield area here. There, there's a lot of new people in eastern Kentucky. There's a lot of new people in western Kentucky, too. But uh, Well, they're probably getting out of Virginia and all those other uh, neighboring uh, states and uh, getting out of those places where it doesn't agree with them politically kind of deal. I tell you, I think if you went anywhere in eastern Kentucky, any state you could throw a rock at, you know, West Virginia or uh, Carolina, whatever, I think you'd probably find people pretty much of the same mind that were former Democrats. But when they said coal mining is bad, go learn to code, they suddenly changed their stripes, you know. Well, that, that, that probably has a lot to do with it. All I know is that everybody I ever met, I met a guy in Kentucky one time after the uh, Cincinnati Bengals uh, Buccaneer game down. They were loading up the equipment trucks, and uh, I thought I was going to have to fight him because I said, uh, hey, are you from here? You live here in Cincinnati? The box he was carrying, he dropped it the floor, and he goes, what'd you say? I said, <laughs> I said, do you live here in Cincinnati? He goes, he goes, I ain't no damn Yankee. I live in Kentucky. And I <laughs> And I said, I looked, I went, dude, it's like right across that river. I mean, just that, that, that don't matter. It doesn't matter. You'd have thought I called him every name but the, his his holy name. You know what I'm saying? I mean, dude. That's like the folks from Imperial Polk County. He, that boy was ready to scrap <laughs> right then and there. What? What did you call me? I was like, you hey. Up, huh? Yeah, Great. man. I was like, oh, I didn't know you you guys up here in the mountains get that stickly about that kind of stuff. But I mean, that metro is probably a third of it is in, you know, the TV stations, probably a third of the people they're broadcasting to are across the river. Yeah, that's true. Know, down in, I mean, just like Louisville, half their market or, you know, probably 25% of their market is New Albany and, you know. Clarksville, Jeffersonville. Yeah, all that area Jeff, across Jeff the river. Town, yeah, yeah, all those places. Yeah, so. you're right. Well, are you going to go do any fishing? Sounds like to me you're going to be babysitting beef all day today, my friend. Dude, I'll be drinking beer and watching football. Oh, well, there you go. At least somebody's watching it. You know, a brisket, you can't time it, Braden. No, you got to give it some time, lots of time. Nice, easy time. Whittling off the thin end little by little and tasting it. Ah, It ain't right yet, but it's okay. (laughs) I like mine rare. For some reason, you ain't hungry at the end of the day. I like mine rare. It's all good. Tell you what, at the end of the day, it's about the last thing. It's like smoking a turkey, man. You go and you bring it to whoever you made it for. What do you have? Give me some of them potatoes and you got any ham because the last thing I want is any of this smoked turkey. I got it (laughs) in my and my eyeballs injected. <laughs> the I'm cook's the never hungry. My, my T-shirt's eating enough of the smoke. I'm full. It's all good. Yeah. Well, Gino, get Thanks out there. Me. Go have some fun today, man. Buddy, you too, man. It's beautiful weather. It might be a little hot, but it's pretty doggone nice out there. It's better than it was a month ago. That is true. That is, I will say that is absolutely true. We right. know fall's coming. We know it's coming. Maybe. I think I think I think uh, what happens is Bill George has to go to Pennsylvania and stay for a week, and then he brings it back with him. That always seems to work. Do we have to yeah, send him tell, off? Tell him to bring a bring a whole suitcase full for everybody. Yeah. Uh, if it if it, the weather's right, I'll bring a few coolers of snow back. We go have a <laughs> snowball what, fight. I don't know about that canned venison. That's not exactly turning me on, Bill. I gotta well, try listen, it. I gotta try it. Listen, he's Could been be talking good. about it. I just want to see his face. I'm, uh, we'll do the visual facial shot when he opens up a can. Man, don't bring-
bring me some nasty, rotten, vinegary no, 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 thing no, no. that you know I'm not going to like. and taste totally different. This better be like the legit stuff, not something like your Aunt Mabel goes, I got like five cans back there that have been there for about seven years. Just take one and of them. it's still good. Whatever. I, I ain't eating that. She's not going to say anything bad, right? She'll send you the pick of the litter. I hope so. We'll see. It, it, I, 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 it's, not, it's not her that I worry about. It's Bill George. Well, there you go. Give me that rotten one there with those brown spots in it. You know, that one right there. Yeah, we'll get him the on that one. Little, <laughs> the one the jar's a little swelled up on the top. Yeah, we got we got to remember Bill George is the kind of friend that when I had to go run the board on the other side, he and Carlos sat over here and shot sticky darts at the window the whole damn time. Gino, that was hilarious. No, it wasn't. He was trying to concentrate and do a good job, and we were just shooting guns at him. Licking darts <laughs> yeah, and awesome. sticking them on the window. That's the problem when you know the radio business soup the nuts. You the guy gets stuck on the board. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so. that's why Bill George doesn't go in there. Nope. All right, Gene. Have a great you day, guys man. Have a good day. Nice See you, brother. brother. See you, bye. Stay out of there. Okay, bye. Uh, hang up. That was a wonderful day. Yeah. Carlos and I enjoyed that show immensely. I enjoyed I'm listening sure to did. that show. Yeah, I'm sure you enjoyed it. <laughs> messed me all up, man. How much dead air did we have on that show? It really <laughs> like, wasn't that bad. Well, I, you know, one thing I didn't know that Diego finally told me, he goes, why are you pushing that button? You know, you can just put it on auto. What? Yeah, <laughs> just go right up here and hit that button. <laughs> Click. There you go. It'll play by itself. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Now I know how shooting sprees happen. Uh, top yeah. of the hour, we're getting ready to get out of here. You guys go have a great weekend. It's going to be a great Saturday. Don't look for Bill George. He's going to be out there farting around somewhere, probably getting ready to go gator hunting. You going tonight? Yes, no? Yeah. Yeah, he's going now. Are you staying in town, uh, Jonathan, now that you got all your weed whacking done last Saturday? This Saturday, anyways. This this Saturday. So, so you're going to stay around? You're going to go to the auction later on tonight? I'm so you're leaving, leaving here, heading to the county fair. There you go. And then you're looking at the 7th going out of town? For how long? I don't know. <laughs> He'll we'll let figure you know, it out. Bill George. We'll figure it out. So, and on that note, Mike Singleton, get your motor warmed up, man. Get ready, because obviously you got some time. You got some chair time coming up here pretty soon. Diego, thanks for a great job today. Thanks to everybody who called in the show. We are the Bigger Wild Outdoors. We'll see you next Saturday, starting at seven o'clock. If you missed it, go check it out at biggerwild.com. See you next Saturday. Bye.